number 62, trim tabs, or the yoga of self-perfection. Here's a quote from George Eliot. It's never too late to be what you might have been. And another from the 20th century Vedic sage Sri Aurobindo and his work, The Synthesis of Yoga, and this from the section, The Yoga of Self-Perfection. Essentially, then, this divine self-perfection is a conversion of the human into a likeness of and a fundamental oneness with the divine nature a shaping of the image of God in man and filling in of its ideal outlines. The idea being that to have the best life possible, we want to become the most perfect experience of ourselves we can be. This does not mean to be perfect or to behave perfectly, but to be perfectly what we are, which is flawed but in the image and likeness of the divine, flawed with a purpose, flawed with these flaws being the indicators of where change can occur and uh, where the change will lead us more and more in the direction of the fullest life possible. We're meant to enjoy ourselves. We're meant to be here with exactly who and what we are doing exactly what we're meant to be doing. And the more we can align ourselves with something greater than our small ideas and our, our, our constrained experience of life, the more we can follow the guidance of this, this greater thing, this, uh, this thing we can call nature, or the flow of the divine, or consciousness. But change... The idea of change can feel overwhelming. Some people say that change is not possible, that you are who you are, and anyone who thinks they can change what they are is lying. I've actually had people say this to me. And they're right in a way. We can't change what we are, but we can actually become what we are. And we can learn to pay attention to the truth of what we are rather than the small mistaken ideas of what we are. But changing the way we think, how we feel about life, the habitual shape and flow of our moods, as well as our moodiness, it can seem impossible. It, it may seem easier to give up and do nothing. Just have another cookie, watch another bad TV show, spend another hour on Instagram, lie about in moodiness and despair. I've often been guilty of that one. Change, though, isn't nearly as hard as we make it out to be. Massive 180-degree change in our lives and in our ideas of who and what we are is not only possible, but it can be at least relatively painless, not necessarily comfortable but relatively painless. Now, the first need is that we meditate twice each day. Meditation breaks up the stresses that hold our habitual patterns in place 
And as these habitual patterns begin to soften, begin to uh, melt out of us, each day it becomes easier to choose things that affirm our life rather than the, the things that keep us stuck. This meditation allows us the freedom to change. It gives us the possibility of stepping out of our grooved-in behaviors, these ruts of, of behavior that we, we fall into, and these ruts of thinking that we fall into. And as we choose again and again to move in different ways to form new patterns, new habits, we are able to form these new habits and routines that will lead us to a better life. And, and we don't have to change everything today, just something. One small choice. We turn around the patterns of a lifetime by the smallest increment. For example, I was feeling not terribly good a moment ago, and I thought, well, it's time to do some work. It's time to make a recording. It's time to step forward into what my individual assignment seems to be at this moment, which is to do this podcast and do the writing that goes along with this podcast. And now I find myself feeling better because I'm actually engaged in the flow of life rather than in the, uh, the snake eating its own tail, the Ouroboros of, of self-recrimination and, uh, despair and, and hopelessness that seems to be a part of human existence, at least for some of us. Now, there is a helpful metaphor in terms of changing ourselves, in terms of making new choices in our world, in our life. An ocean liner has a huge rudder that keeps it on course. But when the ship needs to turn, the rudder itself does not need to be muscled to the correct angle. I indeed, there is no motor possible to mount on a, a ship to turn a rudder of this size against the magnitude of ocean water it has to push through. Instead, trim tabs on the trailing edge of the rudder do the work. These require minimal effort to move, but when they are adjusted, the pressure of the water against them actually pushes the rudder into the desired position. With minute adjustments of the trim tabs, physics takes care of the rest. The world steps up, the pressure of the water steps up and moves the rudder to uh, where the navigator wants it. And then the captain, the navigator, and the helmsman are free to pay attention to the sea, the weather, possible hazards, constantly updating information to steer an ideal route to their eventual destination. Little adjustments here and there keep the ship on course. Like this, we can begin with the smallest changes in our behavior and know that it will become easier for us to move in the direction of well-being with each passing day. And this is what nature intends and wants for us, well-being. <laughs>
happiness, a, a, a sense of belonging, a sense of being in the right place, doing the right thing, a sense of value to the whole. This is what nature wants for each of us, for itself and each of us as expressions of itself. And as we make these minute adjustments in the direction of our highest good, one thing here, one thing there, smiling when we don't want to smile, getting out of the chair and doing something we don't necessarily want to do, that, that is our uh, duty to do, that is a responsibility to take care of. Choosing to enjoy something that uh, otherwise we would not necessarily enjoy, each of these things, so small, actually progressively lead us in the direction of our highest good. And as we do these small, incremental adjustments, we will find nature rising up to meet us and helping us move our rudder in, in a new direction. Helping us to take the next right action, the next appropriate step, and the next. Today I will do one thing, no matter how small, that I think moves me in the direction that a loving God would have me move, whether I want to or not. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.